on your part. Yeah, he, he you do whatever you want. <laughs> you want my shirt on or off? Dude, my dude, <laughs> my dude. Um, all right, so I just I'll do a bio, I'll do an intro. Um, Ingles, right? Ingles, yeah. Ingles, I always say it wrong. It's angel in German, brother. You dork. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it was just have fun. By the way, I may say none of this, and the yeah, idea yeah. is that like, I prepared, but like. <laughs> Dude, you'd be surprised. I go from Noah, then I go to a distance runner. Like, dude, different <laughs> dudes, right? Yeah, but somehow similar. Somehow. Similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow, <laughs> somehow similar. We recording? Yeah, hey, Craig already signed your thing, so that's cool. Here we go. Welcome to the On Track and Field podcast. Live. Well, I'm live from Caesar's Palace. Sitting in front of me is Craig Ingalls. But the guy, this is the only way you can get him on a podcast. He doesn't do these uh, remote anymore or on Zoom because Zoom sucks, right? Mm -hmm. Amen to that. So... We're live. We're in person. I get to see this guy's beautiful mustache right in front of me. And we're yeah, going to be we talking. Might, we might kiss by the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig is, I'm going to say, it's not even in the bio. He's the coolest guy in track and field. <laughs> Every single distance runner on my track and field team, you're their hero. You're the face Jeez. of what what distance running should be. It's, it's a, so a lot cool, of pressure. <laughs> okay, so competed at Ole Miss. I want to talk to you about you and like how you got there. You currently live in San Luis Obispo. Uh -huh. is where I went to school. Go Mustangs. Uh, specializes in the 8, the 15, the mile. Right? You're not doing anything else further than that right now, are you? No, I've been thinking about getting into uh, shot put, though. Yeah, dude, as a shot put? Uh -huh. Like, ball you up oh, and throw Oh, yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I was yeah. talking to Ryan Krauser about, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll throw you pretty far. <laughs> um... Olympics, Tokyo Olympics. He finished in 2008, 18 in the outdoor USA championships. Um, it was a great race, by the way. Finished sixth at, in the semifinal in Tokyo, but I know you were going to Tokyo was weird. Tokyo was weird. Um, but you're going into Tokyo from the trials. You look good, hot, fast. Yeah, so. It was the hair. It was the hair. Yeah, the, the big mullet at the time, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so let me ask you just, I have to ask you right off the bat. Why are you so cool? Oh, man. Well, that is your perception. I think if someone who actually knew me would be like, this guy doesn't have a good judge of character. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I think I just do what I want, and, and people kind of enjoy that. Have you always been that way? Yeah, to, to a fault. <laughs> like, it got me in a lot of trouble growing up, doing whatever I wanted, you yeah. know? But now I'm an adult. I can really do whatever I want. Yeah, sure. Which still gets me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so take me back. I mean, you're a high school kid running cross country. Do you know any other sports? Um, yeah, I didn't start cross country till junior year of high school. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, I was playing soccer. <laughs> Actually, I got kicked off the team I think it was my sophomore year, maybe, maybe junior, but I got kicked off the team for, like, it was my third strike. Okay. I think I mooned the coach out of the bus window. Oh, that's usually, you know, all three strikes, but okay. Coach is a brave, patient man. He was. Well, I think, like, I think I was decent at soccer. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I, don't, I have no idea now. But So I got kicked off the team, and I didn't want my parents to know, like, why I was taking the bus home early. Because usually I had soccer after school, you know. So I it was just like, I guess I'll join track and field. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, went out there and uh, joined the team. And first week I got kicked off for hiding on the, on the bus. Okay. Yeah, so the coach, uh, he thought I had potential because I had come from soccer. So he, he calls me. He's like, 
I was really hoping you would call me begging me to be back on the team. And I'm like, why would I do that? I hated it. <laughs> That's why I was hiding on the bus. <laughs> but yeah, then from then on, it was, he was such a good coach. And he's like still my mentor, my friend. Uh, and like, he, like he's helped me through every stage of running. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in a tiny town called Pofftown, North Carolina. How come so many like amazing distance runners come from these small towns? Because, brother, there's nothing else to do. Oh, okay. (laughs) So how'd you get to Ole Miss? Ole Miss. So, uh, yeah, from high school, I went to NC State, North Carolina State, for two and a half years. Okay. Uh, got in some trouble there. Oh, Mooney and some other people. <laughs> yeah. Got in trouble there, got injured there, um, wasn't happy there. So, like, three strikes from my side, I was, I was like, I got to go. Um, transferred to Ole Miss after two and a half years and spent two and a half years there. Well, gosh, you get there and doors blow open. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what happened? What was the change? You became a legitimate one of the better people runners in the world <laughs> dude i'm not sure it, in high school i ran 149 and 403 for the mile yeah this is bc before carbon yeah yeah, yeah now kids will be now kids will be laughing at my times but so no I, those are still pretty good times <laughs> yeah yeah i knew i had potential and and in nc state i never broke 150 never broke four minutes in the mile never did anything and i just had this chip on my shoulder when i transferred i'm like i'm gonna prove everyone i just left wrong and first season ran 146 and like 337 or 339 maybe I don't know but yeah and then and then I was like I remember calling my parents being like I made this meet called like the United States Championships I guess oh yeah and they're like they're like oh wow good job that seems like a big deal (laughs) yeah they had no idea and I had no idea so they were just like good job we're so proud (laughs) and I get there I'm like it's the top 30 people in the country mom she's like whoa Still has no idea. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. And from then on, I was like, wow, like maybe I could be like pretty, pretty good at this. So what made you want to go pro? I didn't want to. <laughs> really? Yeah. You yeah. didn't want that lifestyle or what? No, no. This guy from NC State went pro named Ryan Hill. I, I don't know if anyone listening knows him, but he would just sit around and watch TV all day. And like he, he was uh, re- like recover right, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, man, if that's what professional running looks like, I want no part of it. But, uh, but in 2016, I got fourth and fifth in the trials, like too, super unexpectedly. And an agent came up to me and was like, have you thought about going pro? And I was like, no way. I have a, I'm like, I have a road trip I'm about to do with my boys. In your Winnebago? <laughs> no, I had bought a $600 van in Eugene. Of course you did. <laughs> Dude, uh, like On, a, yeah, of course. Yeah, I was, so, I was so stoked that I'm like, no way, dude. My season's over. I'm going on this road trip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I went back to Ole Miss and, and did another year. And I guess that year I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, if I can get paid a certain threshold, yeah. then I'll probably do it in I hit that threshold, so I... Yeah, rest is history. <laughs> why, why the 8 and the, and the 15? Like, why not bump up? I mean, you're, you got some serious speed. That's one thing. And it seems <laughs> like, I mean, the way that you run, it seems like you never stop. You never slow down. It's almost like lactic acid just says, oh, I, we're not going to deal with Craig <laughs> right now. You know, what, what can you attribute some of that speed and success to versus I'm just going to add more mm-hmm. volume, more miles, and I'm going to go like 5K? Yeah, I'd say honestly, a lot of it is ADHD. Oh like, yeah, okay. can't, can't count can't count much higher than four. Yeah. So, so when I'm running the mile, I'm like, all right, I can, I can count this high. Even though I went to the Harvard of the South. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We call Cal Poly the Harvard of the West, by the oh, way. Oh yeah. Oh, every day. <laughs> Maybe Harvard's the old Miss of the North. <laughs> 
you know what? Yeah, where's Gabby Thomas? Let's tell her. <laughs> yeah, she was she just didn't like here. That joke, no, she didn't like that joke. <laughs> but um, yes. wait, yeah, sorry. What was the question? I, am I? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, the <laughs> dude, you did that on purpose, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I just love the eight hundred. It's like, it's like, I know I'll never be as good as Donovan, but like, I can still run pretty fast. Yeah, and and like, I love lining up in my split shorts looking like a lanky distance runner and then absolutely like crack yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all buff and tall and yeah. it's like peace <laughs> but they all get out in front of me and i'm in last i'm like all right here we go let's pass seven people <laughs> oh my god do you have a race strategy when you go into these things or you're like i'm just gonna figure out what happens in this race and we're gonna go um i'd say most races no but sometimes in a prelim we'll be like let's let's like sit in second and make sure we never go behind second Oh, okay, because like, you're trying to find placing and yeah. get to the next stage. Exactly, yeah. But I, sometimes, nowadays, all these races are just paced. They're all like, we're going to run 56s. And I'm like, well, I can't really have much of a strategy here. I guess I'll just go full throttle from the, from the gun, you know? They always, I mean, is that something that you guys all have to agree on that is paced? They have some rabbit out in front? Well, we're all chasing Jakob Ingebrigtsen, who can run 328 now, which is 56 seconds per quarter. <sighs> So we all, yeah, everyone's like in agreement. We just have to send it. Okay. But before the United States, we used to like kind of sit and kick, and that's how Centro won gold in the Olympics. And yeah, because that race was weird. Yeah, yeah. And he just came out. Yeah. By the way, I met him. He's a little guy. He's just a little dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a fireball, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You guys all are. Um, do you think that being a distance runner carries a certain personality with it? Like you guys, and I don't mean to like, by the way, I'm a sprint coach, but I have distance runners. They're unique. They're usually intelligent. They're wiry. They're hilarious. Say the word you want to say. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You. I mean, you nailed it with all those adjectives. <laughs> do you th- Do you feel like that community? Like, it's a lot more freeing. I mean, and that's what it is. Is a community. You train right now with people, correct? Yeah, I'm training with the Cal Poly team in San Luis Obispo. Okay. And then uh, one of my friends from Ole Miss is out there chasing the dream, named John Rivera. He's an 800 guy as well. Okay, so um, yeah, and it's been a lot of it's been pretty wet. Yeah, what do you guys do when it gets so wet and cold? Oh man, it's funny. We'll like we'll run on the treadmill if it's fifty there, but then you see people in like Iowa running when it's negative fifty. Hey, we're all built different. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not built. I'm in Southern California and it snowed at our domain. I thought I was gonna quit my job and become an Amazon Prime. (laughs) That was the life makes a little more sense. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, distance runners, man, we are a strange breed and. I think that's why people resonate with me is because like, I mean, we, everyone is pretty unique. I like, came from a weird background. Like they, they weren't tall enough for basketball or big enough for football or got kicked off the soccer team. Got kicked off the soccer team. Yeah. You know, everyone's got like, a, like you have to be a little weird to want to run 60 miles a week and, and hurt for five, a five mile tempo, you know? Yeah. So we're, we, we all have something weird in us, and every, I think everyone appreciates that. How important is recovery for you? That's my, yeah, that's my thing. What do you mean? Mental recovery. Mental recovery is the biggest for me. Like, Explain I, that. I have to take one day off a week. There's people out there that run, a, in, in my event, they run 120 miles a week. They run seven days a week. If they miss a day, they think they run 120 unfit. miles a week, and they're an 800, 1500 meter guy? No, no 800 guys are doing that, but 1500, 5K guys are. And... You know, they, like, freak out if they miss a run. And you're like, I need a Sabbath. I'm like, I need this. And on that Saturday, I won't, like, nothing in my life will involve running. 
What do you do to unwind? What does Craig Ingalls do <clears throat> that give, like breathes life into you? Road trips, man. In a van that you found in Eugene yeah. on, down by a river. Oh yeah. Honestly, just moving. Like I really just like the I like the act of moving, whether it's disc golf, regular golf, going biking to the hot oh, springs. Oh, you play disc golf over by the uh, the Blues Laguna, where they play. Laguna Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, we're from this. We're, we live in the same hood, man. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, anything, man. Like, if if anyone texts me and is like, "Let's do this," I'm I'm like, I'm in. Farmers market, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Like Thursday night. Thursday night, and then the bike ride after. The yeah. bike ride after. <laughs> Dude, it's great. I feel like San Luis Obispo was made for you. This is un- un- it's so great. The mayor. Um, so I was gonna. Yeah, I'm really interested in like just the mental aspect. Like, how much? Hey, dude. You know, you're coming off as a goofy guy, but you're serious about your sport. You're serious about your event. You're serious about your career. You're 28, mm-hmm. and you've seen a lot of success, but you're not done. Now, what, what's the horizon look like for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one of my biggest things is that I never look too far in the future. Like, uh, when, I was in, when I was in high school, I didn't, I didn't even know if I was going to go to college. Yeah. And then I started running and ran well enough to get into colleges that I would have had no business getting into and then ran well enough to get a scholarship to those colleges I have no business getting into um and it all just came and came naturally and like I never look too far in the future like sometimes I'll get messages on Instagram from kids that are in high school and they're like I want to be pro and I'm like man focus on like your pasta dinner this Friday (laughs) with your team dog (laughs) like invite me to this pasta dinner I want to relive those days like yeah yeah like the camaraderie and everything um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting to hear you say that too. Cause I mean, I'm talking to people and Budapest is around the corner and yeah. I know that's something that has their people have their eyes on, but you have to, you have to be thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you map out the entire race schedule for the year? And then you like train up into those moments? What does it look like for a pro distance runner? Yeah. Typically you plan out, you plan out which races you want to hit. Okay. Um, and Unfortunately, like our sport, like any other sport, if you get injured, then that all changes. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a bit hard to plan if, like, you're injured preseason, which, unfortunately, I have been. Okay. Yeah, so I haven't planned too much this year, but I just want to, like, I don't really have too many more goals with running. Like, because I'm playing with house money. Like, my goal with running was to have fun. <laughs> and I've had fun the whole time. I just, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have fun your entire life. <laughs> you're gonna be, yeah, you'll be 80 years old in a senior citizen center just having a ball. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like happened to make. Uh, I happened to win USA's. You know, like I actually in my freshman year of college, I happened to make a USA junior team. And me and my mom had a talk. We're like, wow, I can't believe you made it this far. Like, anything from here on is just extra success. And like that was such a good talk to have because, like, there was no pressure after that. Yeah. It was just it was just fun. And I mean, obviously, the further you progress, the more goals you have. But I won USA's and made a world team, and it, like, not many people can really like. You can't really no. rep- replicate that. But I'd love to make the Olympics. And as much as I don't want to think fo- forward, I, they're only a year and a half away. Sure. So I'm gonna do everything. And these will be real Olympics, not like Tokyo, yeah, which yeah. is weird, right? Paris, man. I just wanna, I just wanna be on TV representing my country for my family and. Yeah. Like have my friends watching on TV at a bar cheering. <laughs> well, we will be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me end with this. Like your perspective and the way that these kids, like I saw, I saw the athletes that I'm coaching, mm-hmm. the way they look up to you. 
um, I know you know that too, because you and I even talking just off podcast about the idea that like when COVID was happening, I was on Zoom three hours plus a day, just hyping kids up, telling them they're going to be okay, doing all those things. So, you know, what advice do you have for kids out there that are our distance runners that are trying to find their way in life? And they are particular, they're distance runners, you know, like what, what advice do you have for them? Yeah, man, I would say, well, first off, I'd just say keep it fun. Like, no matter how you can, just keep it fun and uh, do it your way. Like, don't do it my way. If you follow me on Instagram, don't try and be like me. Don't, you know, do it your way. I, Molds I, are coming back, though, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, well, now I'm going to shave bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I zig and zag away from it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I want, like, everyone to live their own life and, like, but be happy, you know? Yeah. And, like, you can take inspiration from other people, but live your own, you know? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great advice, um, man. I can't thank you enough, dude. This is the most fun interview. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad we had this interview at Caesar's Palace at the end of the afternoon. And yeah, now the I'm gonna go lose all my money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're literally playing with house money. <laughs> um, I'm not, so I'll go watch. I'll yeah, cheer yeah, you yeah. on, man. I need that. I'm a good enabler. Um, well, yeah, I can't thank you enough. Now that I found out that you're in central, the Central Coast and we mm -hmm. have an athlete at our school that's going to be going and it's going to be running around and with you, and it's really cool to hear and see. But I know you said, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, that I don't look too much in the future. But, like, man, are you a coach one day? What's, what's happening? I don't think so. Like, uh, maybe I'll help with a high school coach, like help, help high school coaching, but uh, I want to start an RV park, man. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a, if there's a high school near the RV park, yeah, sure, I'll be out there. Is there any, high, is there any RV parks near Tribuco Hills High School? I'll find one. I'll find one in Orange County. It'll be the first RV park in Orange County. Yeah. Make a fortune. Hey, Craig, actually, though, for real, for real, yeah, I might join with you, man. Uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast, dude. You're a breath of fresh air. You're good for the sport. You're good for um, high school athletes that are just trying to figure. Everyone's taking it too serious, especially after COVID. Seems like we this epidemic of like everything's so serious and micromanaged and you're the exact opposite of that. And you're saying you could be super successful and have a good time in the process. Exactly. Yeah. All these things we do in life and we fill our time with, like we're supposed to enjoy them. Yeah. 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 No matter what sure. it is, making a podcast is supposed to be fun. As soon as this turns not fun, I'm sure you'll stop, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he pays me lots of money. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. That may not. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's not as much as you think. I'm just hoping he paid for my flight here. So other than that, put um, you on spirit airlines. Yeah. <laughs> Got in four fist fights and lost a tooth, but it was worth it. Uh, well, this podcast is brought to you by on and relay batons.com. And, um, as a gift, we're going to make sure we get in contact with you after the podcast and, um, we'll send you a gift. We'll send you probably a mug and I know it's super cold Let's and slow. Go, dude. Yeah, man. You can walk around and be super cool with all the other Cal Poly Mustangs on high Garra street uh -huh. and, uh, at the Barnes and Noble. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> the last Barnes and Noble on earth. Yeah, I think dude. I did. I did all my study at Barnes and Noble. Uh -huh. Not a lot, but I did. I did it. So. Stick around. You can listen to Steve, our CEO, talk about uh, how to get in contact with On Track and Field and Relay Batons on social media. And Craig, we'll make sure we shout out you on social media too because, man, you're fun. Yeah, you don't have to follow me, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, take us away. <laughs>
thanks to our guest, Craig Engels, for joining us live in Las Vegas on this week's On Track and Field podcast. The On Track and Field podcast is powered by RelayBatons.com, custom engraved and meat and competition legal relay batons. And make sure to check out our custom engraved water bottles and tumblers, perfect for team branding, coaches' gifts, meet awards, and showing off team swag. And by OnTrackAndField.com, your one-stop source for all things cross-country and track and field related. Whether you need shot puts or discs, hurdles, starting blocks, stopwatches, or spikes, OnTrackAndField.com has everything you need, plus our huge selection of pole vault poles in stock. And now, featuring our new OnTrackAndField pole vault and high jump pits, custom-made pits to order with team branding and colors, and nobody can match our prices. The OnTrackAndField high jump and pole vault pits. Check them out online at OnTrackAndField.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at OnTrack, the letter and field, at OnTrackAndField on Twitter and the gram. Dude, you're rad, man. <laughs> hey, let me get it.